Hi, I'm AJ, and this is the Navigating New Horizons podcast, the show that discovers anything and everything you'll need to succeed in high school. From study techniques to relationships and beyond, we'll uncover everything you need to know to succeed in your first year in high school. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Navigating New Horizons podcast. I'm AJ, your host, and today we're going to be talking about choosing your classes while in high school. We're going to be talking about the differences between middle school and high school classes, different types of high school classes, and which one's going to be better for you and your situation. So why are selecting specific courses so important? Well, it can enhance your college applications, challenge you intellectually, better prepare you for college and explore areas of interest through specific classes. So with that being said, let's get started. So first, we're going to be talking about the differences between middle school and high school classes. So first, we have depth and complexity of subjects. In high school, generally, you're going to be going into more depth and complexity compared to middle school classes. You're going to be diving deeper into specific topics, and the content becomes more advanced and more specialized. There's also the fact of specialization and electives. So in high school, you have a wider range of electives to choose from, which allows you to explore your interests in more depth, Um, while middle school might have fewer elective options and more standardized um, curriculum. Credits and graduation requirements. So high school typically operates on a credit system where students need to earn a certain amount of credits in specific subject areas to graduate. Middle school usually doesn't have a credit-based system, and graduation requirements are less set in stone. So we have class structure. In high school classes, classes are usually structured with more independence, where students have more control over their schedules and choose classes based on their interests or future career goals. Middle school classes, on the other hand, are generally more standardized, where there's already a set list of classes that you're going to be taking set for you by your guidance counselor. We also have teacher expectations. So teachers in high school often expect you to take more responsibility for your learning. So there's usually more emphasis on self-directed study, research, and critical thinking skills. There's also homework and workload. So while in high school, coursework tends to involve a heavier workload and more challenging assignments than middle school. Students may need to spend more time on homework and independent study to succeed in their classes while in high school. We have grading system. So high schools may use more complex grading systems, including GPAs, grade point averages. Um, while in middle school, the grading system is often much simpler and may not be it may not even include GPAs at all. There's also extracurricular activities where high school offers a broader range of extracurricular activities and clubs, which provide you with more opportunities to explore your interests outside of, you know, the classroom setting. There's also preparation for higher education and career. So high school is more often seen as a time to start preparing for for higher education and future career choices. So the curriculum may include college preparatory courses and career-oriented programs, where middle school focuses more on foundational knowledge to help you through high school. 
And lastly, we have social environment. So the social environment in high school is often more diverse and larger than in a middle school. So you have the opportunity to interact with a broader range of people and find your niche. So with that being said, what are the classes in high school? So first, we have standard high school level classes. These are going to be mainstream courses that cover the fundamental curriculum that's required for graduation. These regular classes are designed to meet the needs of diverse student populations and cover essential topics in subjects like English, mathematics, science, social studies, and foreign languages. So if you go this route, you're going to be taking in classes like algebra, geometry, English 1 and 2, biology, chemistry, and American government. Now there's pros and cons to all of these classes. So the pros of taking standard high school level classes is that they're accessible, they're inclusive to learning, they're comprehensive, you have a balanced workload, it preps you for graduation, there's flexibility in scheduling, and it is the path to higher education. Now, the cons are there's there's a limited challenge, there's less specialization, it's a standardized curriculum, so teachers don't have much flexibility in what they can teach you, there's less college credit opportunities, and it looks less attractive on college applications. Now for the second type of classes, we have AP classes. AP is advanced placement. You can think of AP classes like superhero training for your brain. These classes are a bit more challenging and move at a very fast pace, but you get to learn college-level stuff and maybe even earn a college credit. So classes that you'd be taking if you choose to take AP classes are AP Research, AP Art History, AP European History, AP Human Geography, AP Micro and Macroeconomics, AP United States History, AP Calc AB and BC, AP Computer Science, AP Precalc, AP Stats, AP Bio, AP Chem, AP Physics 1 and 2, and the list goes on. Now, there's pros and cons to AP classes. So the pros are you're going to be getting college credit. You're going to be having that academic rigor that's challenging yourself. It's going to be prepping you for college because these classes are pretty difficult. It definitely boosts your GPA because usually these get uh, graded on a 5.0 instead of a 4.0 scale. And they broaden your knowledge and they look great on college applications. And you're potentially saving money because some of them count as college credits. Now, there are a lot of pros, but there are a lot of cons as well. So the cons are it's a very high workload and it, it can bring a lot of stress to your um, your schedule. Um, with that, you're going to be having some time management challenges because you're going to have to study a lot because these classes can be very difficult. It does have a higher impact on GPA. So if you don't do as well as you want to do, that's also going to affect your GPA. Now, there's 38 total courses that have been created for advanced placement, but the an average high school only teaches about eight of them. So you're not able to get the full experience if you wanted to take these classes. Some schools might offer more and some schools might offer less depending on student performance. You also have pressure to perform, rigorous testing. Um, not all colleges accept AP credit. You have potential academic burnout. And lastly, you have to pass the AP test at the end of the course to potentially get the college credit. And those tests at the end of the course can be very, very difficult. So that's another con. All right, the third type of classes are IB classes, which is International Baccalaureate. IB classes 
are like becoming a global explorer in your learning journey. So they focus on making you a well-rounded student with global perspective, including projects and community service. So classes that you'd be taking are literature and performance, classical language, economics, geography, global politics, computer science, design technology, and theory of knowledge. So some pros on taking IB classes are the emphasis on global perspective, a rigorous curriculum that encourages critical thinking, college recognition because they're recognized and respected by colleges and universities, and focus on independent learning and promotes in-depth research skills. These all prepare high school students for success in college as well. Now, there's some cons. It can be a heavy workload for some students. Some have limited flexibility and specific subject requirements. It can bring stress, stress and pressure. There are a lot of assessments that go with these, and it's not widely available. So, for example, my school doesn't even offer these types of classes. Um, so, if you would, if you're wanting to go this way, you have to look into what the high school offers. All right, next we have honors classes. So, honors classes are like leveling up in a video game. They're a bit more challenging than regular classes, but not as intense as AP or IB classes. These are great for students who want a bit of a more challenge, but don't want to dedicate their entire life to to AP or IB courses. So you'd be taking classes like Algebra Honors, Geometry Honors, English Honors 1, Biology Honors, Chemistry Honors, or American Government Honors. So these classes are going to be one step above the standard high school level classes. So the pros for honors classes are academic challenge, weighted GPA, It preps for advanced courses like AP and IB. It brings college admissions advantages, and it does bring a diverse curriculum. And the cons are increased workload, grade pressure, limited honors electives options, potential for unbalanced schedules, and potential for negative peer comparison. The next type of classes are ACE classes. ACE stands for Advanced International Certificate of Education. ACE classes are like unlocking a secret code for success. ACE is a program that offers advanced courses with focus on critical thinking, problem solving, and preparing you for college. So you'd be taking classes like marine science, psychology, environmental management, international history, English general paper, and global perspectives and independent research. Now, there's many pros and cons. The pros are you get a global perspective on the classes that you're going to be taking. You get a rigorous curriculum. You get college preparation. It has Cambridge recognition. So ACE is developed by the University of Cambridge, and successful completion is recognized internationally. This recognition can be advantageous for students pursuing a higher education abroad. And flexibility in course selection. And the cons... It's not available everywhere. It has limited availability. It's less common for recognition in the U.S., so it's not as popular as AP or IB. It has a unique grading system. It has limited limited standardized test advantages, and there's a need for adjustment when transferring into a Cambridge program. Now, the last type of class is dual enrollment. Dual enrollment is like getting a sneak peek into college life. You take college-level classes while still in high school and earn both high school and college credit. It's like having a foot in both worlds. 
You'd be taking classes like college algebra, general biology, statistics, speech communication, environmental science, general psychology, American national government, or criminal justice. And the list goes on. Now, there's many pros and there's a few cons to dual enrollment. The pros are you're getting college credit and high school credit, so you're saving time and money. So you're saving time by completing both at once. There's academic rigor. It gives more challenge because it's higher education. You're going to be getting a first look into the college experience. There's definitely more diverse course offerings because colleges are going to be giving more electives than high schools would be giving out. There's potential cost savings. So for example, my high school pays for all the textbooks, all of the costs per credit hour, and and any um, funds that come with doing dual enrollment. So that's great. It also gives you college and career readiness. And lastly, it gives you an easier transition into college because you know what to expect. Now, there's some cons like scheduling challenges, transportation issues. There's some limited availability of courses in some areas. The coursework is rigorous. There's varying transfer policies between universities and colleges, and it can bring pressure and stress. And lastly, there needs to be a level of maturity and independence um, for students that would like to take these classes because these go on your college transcript as well as your high school transcript. So if you're not emotionally or academically ready, then it's not recommended that you take these classes. So why should you consider taking these classes? So the first reason is challenging yourself. Taking these classes is like choosing to play a more challenging level in your favorite game. It's tough, but it helps you become stronger and smarter in the end. The second reason is you get college credit. So imagine if you could start a game with bonus points. That's what getting college credit in high school is like. It can save you time and money later in the game. The third benefit is exploring interests. Just like choosing the, which video game character you want to be, these classes let you explore subjects you're really interested in, preparing you for the future. And it helps prepare you for the future. These classes are like special training sessions for your brain. They help you develop skills you need in college and in your future career. Now, how do you know what to choose the right classes for you? So first, you need to know your interests. Think about what subjects make you excited and curious. And think about what you love to learn about. Second, you should talk to your teachers. Your teachers are like friendly game guides. Ask them for advice on which classes might fit you well. Usually they'll know based on your performance in their class already. Consider your goals. You know, ask yourself, what do you want to achieve in high school? What do you want to do in college? Your goals can help you decide which classes will help you get there faster. And lastly, balance is key. So just like in a game, finding the right balance is essential. Don't overload yourself. Choose challenging classes and leave some room for fun. Overall, you should explore your interests, talk to teachers, and be open to challenges. Look through the pros and cons of each type of class. Ask your guidance counselor. And thank you. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next one. Stay curious. <laughs>